Thank you for welcoming us onto your headphones. I'm Eddie. And I'm Lauren. And today we're going to battle it out over which Home Alone movie is really the best. <laughs> that would be the, the fourth one, the getaway heist. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about any Home Alone after Home Alone 3, period. Wait, you like Home Alone 3? I enjoy Home Alone 3. I just watched it on Christmas, actually. It was nice. Oof, that's... That's not my my definition of a good time, but you know what? To each their own, no judgment. Well, we had just no watched the other two Home Alone movies before Christmas because we were going to do the podcast then. And then it was like, well, do we watch Home Alone again? Do we watch The Grinch or do we just put on Home Alone 3? And you know what? Home Grinch. Alone 3 is a good laugh. Grinch. You always do The Grinch. The, how The Grinch Stole Christmas uh, from Jim Carrey. It's amazing. Well, there, Yeah, but there was a whole thing. <laughs> but uh, we had... The, the, and there's a there lot of logistics involved. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, funny fact, the reason why Macaulay Culkin didn't come back for Home Alone 3 was because he said he didn't... This is a little kid saying this. He said, there's nothing left interesting for my character to do. Th- th- this was a 10-year-old telling this to a massive uh, film studio. But you know what? He was right. He was right, period. <laughs> I mean, I think the only thing they can really do now is like uh, a sequel to like the first two. Where like it's his son. Um, also, I'm just pulling out my notes for the first two home loans. I have like all these like I didn't know this stuff. For example, the first home loan was directed by the Harry Potter guy. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, Christopher Christopher uh, Columbus. Name's how you. I hope that's oh, how you pronounce uh, his name. Yeah, the guy who directed the first two Harry Potter oh my movies. Gosh. Of your film podcast you're about to have film bros in the comments screaming at you yes it's christopher columbus there you go making sure it was right proper yeah so the harry potter guy directed both of them um yeah so okay so what is your so the whole premise of this episode when you came up with it was that it was going to be a debate right between like which one's better so what's the traditional consensus like because there, there has to be some kind of consensus if we're going to argue like do you mean from the people of uh, you know, Christmas. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, think generally. Yeah. Like, like, like generally, like, honestly, I didn't realize that there was a debate. I don't, honestly, I didn't realize there was a debate either until I talked to you. And here's where, here's what I have gathered in my head. Here's my hypothesis. I believe that you and the people of the world in their heads are like, of course, Home Alone 1 is the best movie because it's the first one. How could it get better than the first movie? Um, you're wrong. Because it's just, it's like sense memory. In your head, it should be, because that makes the most sense. But it's just like how the first Harry Potter movie isn't the best Harry Potter movie. It's just not true. It's all, there's so much that, like, it's good. I'm not saying it's not good. I love Home Alone 1. What I'm saying is that it's all set up. The, the, the stuff that people remember Home Alone for is the last 20 fucking minutes of the movie his face off with the burglars is 20 minutes long. You know how long it is in Home Alone 2? It's about midway through the movie to the end. <laughs> You're not incorrect. So I, I, I think full disclosure <laughs> here, I wasn't really married to either or. Like, I'm not like, this is the best one ever or this is the best one ever. I was more like, eh, movies. I mean, <clears throat> I, like I said, I love both movies. You put on Home Alone. I love, I loved saying the lines. I love little Macaulay Culkin bopping around doing his thing i will say his family is fucking way meaner in the first movie and they i feel are. like it's like a little bit 
it's a downer at the beginning like i don't if anybody else was like some kid in like a family like a big family when you were younger you were sitting there like damn kevin McAllister knows my fucking pain dude everyone fucking hates him shit for no reason that uncle fuck that uncle that uncle's the shittiest character in all in all the movies and i'm including the burglars that were considering murdering a child he's the shittiest character yeah he was so rude and so mean and you want to know i have a fun fact too i have a fun fact i came i came (laughs) apparently in the original the mastermind behind the burglary like he was setting up the burglaries to rob the the McAllister house like he was supposed to be behind so his character is written in that same vein of like of course he's an evil shitty guy (laughs) so that it could be revealed later but they just cut it from the script what well also here's another thing did you know this movie was never supposed to be finished they filmed it mostly in a what? high school. They filmed it mostly in a high school, right? And the budget was initially only ten million dollars, which isn't much. Like to a point where the special effects was done by some dude in a basement in Wisconsin for five hundred bucks per special effect. <laughs> Jesus, I was gonna say that makes a lot of sense. I feel like because when we finished <laughs> Home Alone, 1, I did sit there feeling like oh, it just ends. Like, it just ends like that? Like, okay, I see. Like, like the cut from, like, him being in the old man's, like, house. Like, oh, okay, not even that. The part where, um, like, the... the okay, okay, so, like, the part where Harry and Marv are, like, threatening him and the old man busts in, like, a badass and, like, um, like saves him. I always mm-hmm. felt like that's so cut short considering all the buildup they have for everything that happened leading up to that. It was just like, oh, now he's got him and then they just get arrested <laughs> and then mm-hmm. and then we just cut to like oh mom's home like okay i guess yeah um, like this makes it did kind of feel unfinished which you don't realize because it's such a family favorite <laughs> yeah also it's like quick like that uh like legit like he knocks him out within like what five minutes the movie's over if that long yeah, yeah. it's really really short and and that's the bread and butter of the movie short screen to the point whole, like kevin's operation yeah, well, no, no, no. The, the the whole interaction between him and Harry and Marv, between Kevin and Harry and Marv, is like, that's what you remember Home Alone for. In fact, every time I watch Home Alone, the first one, I feel like I'm always like, damn, it takes this long for them to even, like, interact before they even see each other. Like, they first see him in the van and they're passing. They're like, fucking kid, let's follow this kid or whatever. And then it doesn't even go anywhere. And then they go back. It's like, okay, I see. And yeah. then, you know. Home Alone 2, they cross him on the street, and it's a fucking chase right away. And, like, that's it. <laughs> no, no, because they're not fucking around anymore. They went to jail. All right? It's, I've worked in a jail. You see things in jail. <laughs> it's hands on sight if they see that fucking kid. They're like, that's him. <laughs> Fuck it. I didn't know that little face anywhere. <laughs> <coughs> What's it called? Um, there was a scene. Oh, wait. Fucking. Oh, my God. I wasn't going to tell you that. Boom. Uh, hands on sight. Um. Fuck! I was gonna tell you something interesting about it. Uh, oh, I love the part though where like I think I don't know if it's Marv or the other dude or Harry. I don't know which one. When they almost hit him, and he's like, "Santa doesn't visit the morgue, little buddy." Like, <laughs> you have hearts. <laughs> like, you're not against murdering a child. Like, I don't know, man. Like, give give it like twenty minutes. You're gonna see. You're gonna want to murder that kid pretty fast. No, dude. They and they're like that. They keep like it's definitely. They're like going to kill him. They're like, I don't give a shit. I'll kill a kid. And I'm like, y'all are burglars. You're gonna kill this child. <laughs> that's 
okay, you don't draw the line anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they could have unalived him. <laughs> Same fucking shit, dude. One set one won't get uh one won't get demonetized by YouTube. <laughs> no, I mean the Home Alone one is it's in its essence very good. Also unrepeatable. The whole beginning of like and then he got mad at his mom and honestly his parents were trash to him for no fucking reason also. Like you go sleep in the attic, we fucking hate you. And then the alarm clock doesn't go off. And, you know, it's it's honestly almost a completely different premise from the second movie, just because it was like, oh, we just forgot him. And on top of that, he thinks that he wished them away. Like, he was like, Santa took yeah. away my family for Christmas. Fuck yeah, I'm going to order a cheese pizza. I forgot about that, actually, with, with the part where he thought he had, like, Santa granted my wish. I forgot about that. I thought he was just like, oh, shit, I'm home alone. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like some Jimmy Neutron shit. They're like, no parents. And he's like, best fucking Christmas ever. <laughs> And it's the child's dream of being home alone. Well, also, like, props to him. Like, I don't know about you, but eight-year-old Eddie probably wouldn't have survived, like, two days. Like, let alone, like, five by myself. I don't know. I feel like I would be more scared than I was incapable. Like, I would just be like, damn, I could just die. (laughs) (laughs) I would just die here, and that would be it for me. But, like, I started staying home alone, like, at age 11. That's not that far off, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, a lot happens in three years, though. Like, um, but no, yeah, also, like, this kid, he's also alone on the block. Like, if I'm not mistaken, almost every home on the block, if not every home, is empty. He's like, oh. Yeah. Like, he has no backup. Like, even if the neighbors were like, hey, didn't Kevin's family take off? (laughs) Like, nothing fully rich people though by the way the one thing that people overlook in this whole movie is that kevin is filthy fucking rich his whole family is loaded and like we all just like we just pretend that it's relatable like we're just like oh yeah when he finds the fifteen thousand dollars cash in the backpack on the way to new york and then he's like i'll just spend this (laughs) what uh i know there's like a theory that like his dad's like a drug dealer or something like how the fuck can he afford to send what 15 people to Paris by himself um, in the first movie the first movie they're going to Florida and the second movie they're going to Paris I believe it was a gift from their side that side of the family that's what it was he was mm-hmm. that's, that's why they're all rushing to like get to the plane because they're like we can't these are non-refundable like one-time only tickets like if we miss this flight we're not going to Paris like that's it mm-hmm. and yeah so but it's it's weird because it's clear that like the the shitty uncle does not have money just from the fact that he's a cheapskate and also was set up to be (laughs) the mastermind originally of the robberies in the first hand but clearly there's been some heavy-handed luck on this side so it's not it's not old money it's new money that the the McAllisters are rolling in yeah I love how Kevin also calls him out like in the second one it's just like you cheap fuck and like the (laughs) uncle just looks him like what did he just call me it's so good that's what another reason why I like Home Alone too because Kevin's like I'm not taking any shit like maybe like y'all can say some shit about me or you do some dumb shit during my fucking solo in the beginning in the choir whatever thing but guess what y'all are stupid and I know you're stupid and you're cheap and you're ugly and you're rude and you're a liar and I don't fucking need y'all and he knows it for a fact this time he's not sitting around like talking out of his ass like um I don't know my family he's like I know for a fact I sat here for a week y'all bitches weren't even here like you didn't even call (laughs) so 
Well, I mean, also, like, I think uh, I love how in the second one, they even straight up say, like, they acknowledge it, like, hey, last year, some shit like this was going down. So where's Kevin? And, like, even in the thing, they're like, where is he? And, you know, oh, I'm in the front. I'm the only one that woke up on time. You handcuff that kid to your arm, like, at that point. Like, nah. Nah, I mean, we're losing you. I mean, the thing is, like, something like this happens to you, you are, like, that will never happen again, right? Like, something crazy happens to you, and you're, like, that will never happen again. And I hate, like, we're all guilty of it. I feel like something crazy happens on the road, and you swerve out of the way, and you're, like, fuck, wow, it's crazy that I did that that'll never happen again <laughs> and you're like man i fucking i pulled through that mom rode in a van with a bunch of dudes playing like fucking <laughs> clarinets and, <laughs> and oh, jazz music <laughs> no it's polka music but polka I, have music. Another, I have another fun fact two things one that was a 23 hour shoot day what they, the whole part with john i think it's what's his name john heard john candy john candy John Candy, yeah, the whole part with John Candy, one day, because again, that's how broke they were. They did it in one day, a 23-hour shoot, and he made about $442 for that one day. Because again, he did it as a favor, right? He did it as a favor, so it's like, hey, charge me the least that you can charge me. Don't worry. He didn't know it was going to be a 23-hour workday, though. Like, he didn't John know. He was pissed. Candy. No, and that's here's, fucking wild. No, here's the kicker. That pizza kid made 500 bucks because he shot for two days. That pizza <laughs> kid made more than John Candy. So that's fucked up. But that pizza kid, he had some he had some classic lines though. <laughs> Cheapskate. <laughs> Cheapskate. Running away from the personally I love it when they hit the little statue every single time. I think I laugh every time that happens. It's just so that's just so life. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I mean, honestly though, that would piss me off because at, at some point it's like you're denting my fucking car. Uh, you're denting other people's cars. You you want to run into my statue? That's on you, bud. All right, it'll dent your car. It's not gonna dent my statue. Okay. <laughs> but, um. Uh. So back to why Home Alone Two is better. Let me just say, Home Alone One, love it. It's the kid's dream of I'm finally home alone. I can do whatever I want. I can be in my big brother's room. I can use his shit. Like it's the it's the small time dream of a child that we all had. The big time dream is Home Alone 2. Hotel room, fucking sweet with like unlimited money, the fucking mini bar that he doesn't know what it is or what it costs to use. <laughs> the the private, what was it? It was a private, uh, the room service, he spent like what, 900 bucks on room service yeah, on a Sunday? Room service, the fucking limo, the cheese pizza in the limo. I mean, if you had offered to me as a child, I would have thought that is, this is the highest, the highest life can ever get. This is it. This is the shit. You know, no, I wouldn't have been down actually for the cheese pizza. Give me pepperoni pizza and I'm cool with it. Cheese pizza is disgusting. I want to be very clear about that. Cheese pizza, it's a lower life form. But have you always felt like that? Because I think when I was a kid, I was like, I want a cheese pizza. That's how all kids are, where I feel like for a little bit, like, like there's a, there's a period of time, right? Where everyone's like, just give me the cheese. Why do I want anything else? I just want cheese and bread. Why are you giving me other things on there? And then you learn about pepperonis and then you learn about other shit. <laughs> shit. Okay, so you know how Kevin spent about 990 bucks? Today's money, yes. that's about $1,800. So, like, that's how much he spent on room service. Uh, oh, I love the it. Fucking Rob Schneider. Uh, is it Rob Schneider? Oh, yeah, uh, Rob Schneider. It's Rob Schneider. <clears throat> um, 
Oh, then he does the you know the tip thing, and Kevin <laughs> hands him a stick of gum. Fucking fast forward. Oh, don't worry, I still have some more tip. He's chewing on his gum, and Kevin just pops out a roll of fifties. All right, never mind. See, that's what I love. Kevin is simply a smart kid, and he just knows what he's about. And you know why he's a smart kid with the money and with everything. And I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. It's all this rich kid shit. Like he. He thinks he can walk around New York and do whatever he wants because he's rich and he, he's never thought or had a care in the world besides like my family hates me. Like, like other than that, he's like, what could possibly go wrong? Which is the perfect way to live as a child running around New York, pockets fucking lined with cash. And then also the very beginning shot, well, not the very beginning shot, one of the beginning shots when they're in New York for the first time. Um, where did you watch Home Alone 2? Did you watch it on Disney Plus? I watched it on my laptop, honestly. I didn't even know it was on Disney+. Plus. I just got the movie through other means. Well, I watched it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and I I was sitting there watching it. I've seen this movie 9,000 fucking times. I watch it every single Christmas. I watch it from... But I usually watch it on TV. But this year, we, we have, like, Pluto TV or YouTube TV now. So, like, I'm not watching on TV. I put it up on Disney+. Plus. This is the first time I'm watching it on a not like cable TV interspersed with commercials, like whatever format. Have you, well, well, let me ask you this. Did the version that you watch include the Twin Towers scene? Yes. Were you not flabbergasted? I'm a hundred thousand percent sure that they don't show that on TV. And I know, and I Googled it this year. They didn't, they didn't show it. I mean, I understand why they don't. Like, I know like uh, in New in the wake of like to the of of uh, 9/11 i know that like several tv shows several movies that like feature like a like a signature shot of the twin towers fucking removed it digitally edit them out cut the scenes like there's some movie where the climax takes place on the twin towers very clearly but they try to frame it to make it look like it's on top of the empire state building because those buildings aren't there anymore and 3000 people are dead but like here's the thing I mean, at least for me personally, and I know that like the my my brother who I was talking to like mostly agrees. Like, is it not more important to like remember than it is to like don't remind people of sad? Like when I saw the Twin Towers, I was like, what? well, because here's actually I'm also maybe a little bit crazy because anytime I watch anything old in New York, I'm always looking for the Twin Towers because I just think it's crazy, and I'm always like, there they are. Agreed. And so like when when it like showed him walking up the steps and then panned up from the like bottom floor down to the top i was like i have never seen this view of the twin towers like i've seen it in the background of shots and shit but like yeah. that never and then he climbed to the top and was on a little binoculars like what that was fucking amazing to me i was like i've never seen that and the whole thing like it just it's it's especially crazy for me because my parents were at the twin towers like a week before um 9-11 like a week before they were there like in the buildings and so every time i'm just like oh they're just gone it's fucking crazy and i I don't know maybe i'm just a little bit like i got a little sick interest in things and i just want to see but like you know it's like how the looney tunes keep in all the racist crap but they put in like a warning in the beginning being like these were written in different times like things are different now we don't like stand by these beliefs like it's important to know that like stuff was around before yeah. Then what? A bunch of kids from this generation have never seen the Twin Towers and they don't know and they don't care. And now you're mad at them because they are connecting some kind of sick humor to it because they didn't understand it and they weren't there. Hmm. I feel like there's like room for like a his a film historian major or something. I don't know, maybe apply. I'm just saying. 
well this is just like me and my one random like this is just one random thing that i do i'm not like a i don't keep track of shit this is just like i notice when the twin towers are in things because i just think that's so weird they're just gone but anyways that shot is crazy <laughs> what's well, called um i know it, it's funny because there's a lot of uh there's a lot of movies actually on Disney Plus where crazy funny enough, I'm surprised that they kept the Twin Towers in there because I know there's a lot of things on Disney Plus where they've been editing controversial shit out. Like, you know, certain yeah. words being used, certain uh phrases being used, or uh, imagery or whatnot. You know, uh they do that because I mean North Korea, scrub history, scrub history. It's annoying. <laughs> I will say every time that I watch something and it's slightly different than the version I remember, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? We all know. We all know that something changed. We're all going to Google it and we're all going to go on Reddit where someone's picking apart the shit that you ripped out of it. You're just drawing more attention to it by not leaving it in, I feel like. And maybe that's just me, but I think it's super fucking annoying when people censor shit. I mean, I, I, I'll understand some like crazy shit to be cut out. I mean, like, I'll get that, but if it's like you're like dubbing over like fucking movie from the '90s, I think it's time to like just hang up your hat, call it a day. You know, no one's probably gonna watch that movie, and if they are, you know, whatever. <laughs> just wait for them to tweet about it, and then wait for that to blow up, and then address it. Yeah. Well, I also gotta wonder. Okay, so go- going back to the debate between Home Alone one and two, I wonder though, like, is the basis what's more iconic? Because I'd argue that Home Alone one probably has more iconic scenes than Home Alone two. The big thing from what I I've asked because I'm not that old. I'm not. I'm not that old. I'm only 27. I <laughs> I don't remember. I never saw either Home Alone in theaters. I was too young. Like I wasn't even born yet when they came out. So, uh, just for context, apparently uh, the Talk Boy that was in Home Alone two, that was like the big fucking toy that everyone wanted that no one could get because it wasn't a real thing. And I've asked a few people for their opinions. Like, what do you think is better, Home Alone one or two? The same answer keeps coming up depending on how old they are. Oh, I got that toy for Christmas the following year, so Home Alone 2 is better. Like, I wonder, like, is it just like the little gimmicks that make Home Alone 2 better? Because they almost like copy the script beat by beat. Even like the old person that's a bit of a weirdo that saves Kevin in the end from the from the burglars. Like, even that, she's just better at it using the birds. But mm, it's a bit of a carbon copy. Um, I would say I wouldn't say it was a carbon copy. I think that there's an element to at least movies during that time period where if you were gonna make a sequel and it was this kind of seasonal one hit like wonder type movie, you wanted like 15 callbacks because if everyone in the audience wasn't going like you filthy animal, like you lost. Like everyone's just sitting there like sure it's Kevin, sure it's fun, but like where's the? I want to remember the first movie. But I still think that's why it's like Home Alone 2 is just like Home Alone 1, but like, you know, a little bit bigger, which is, that is essentially what it is, which is why I like it so much more. It's just like, turn up the intensity, turn up the volume, like, these guys are going to fucking kill this kid. He has like 10 times more traps. It's 45 minutes in the movie instead of 20. Like, and he, it, it, it just, it goes a little bit beyond. He's a little bit older. And he's a little bit like, you know, one year wiser for whatever reason. I think that's fun. Like, like him giving that sage advice to the old people in both ones and like them, like needing that, like youthful, like, oh, right. Like sometimes things are simpler than they seem. Sometimes you just got to call your sons. Sometimes you just got to, 
stop keeping to yourself and try to make friends and stuff like that. And I think it's sweet, <laughs> but it's formulaic for a reason because it works. It makes money and, and it works, and it, it works period. Like it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I very much liked just like the intentionality and like the lessons from Kevin, right? Cause the first movie is like, you need your family. You That's the whole thing for both the old man and for him. It's, you need your family. You, you might hate them. They might drive you crazy, right? But you're like, oh, at the end of the day, I fucking miss those bastards who left me behind and forgot about Twice. 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 Also, I want to say, do they, do they know? Does his family know that he, like, got these fucking burglars arrested? Because it's not addressed in either movie. Everyone just treats him like, whatever, you're bad. I feel like, I feel like that would get a little too adult. Like at that point, it'd be like, "Oh, parents' worst nightmare." Uh, although I do love the fact though that on the second one, when they're telling the the officer, and they're joking like, "Oh, this isn't the first time it happened last year." And the officer just looks at them like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Like, did wh- wh- what do you mean this isn't the first time? It's just like, so bad. It's criminal uh, to like. <clears throat> You just even it's absolutely criminal for it to happen twice though the second one was like way more convoluted and also couldn't happen because one pre 9-11 and all this stuff like you definitely start to learn the age of movies when you're watching Kim McAllister like ramble through his backpack while running through the fucking airport and then he goes straight to the gate she drops all the tickets they scramble and she's like yeah okay whatever get on the plane I guess your family's in there it's like that could never happen you're not getting on that flight kid you're fucking staying right here you're not going anywhere well no see actually that's where I'd argue because um I'll say this to people who work menial jobs that kind of soul crush you bit by bit, like a flight attendant, inevitably you're going to cut corners and inevitably you're going to be like, ah, fuck it. His family's probably on the plane. I mean, at some point you're going to make that fuck up and maybe your fuck up, you know, has one of the top five uh, Christmas films of all time. You never know. I mean, I think you're like, I, I don't know how much flight attendants hate their job. I feel like, flight attendants you have to live a certain kind of lifestyle to even <coughs> kind of job so I feel like you enjoy it like at least more than a little bit of a other lifeless office type job mm-hmm. but if if what you say like it's impossible no it should be impossible for people That's in the airline correct. industry to cut corners because I mean I told you I listened to a whole podcast where they just cover airline incidents and I've listened to so many. You know how many things have to fucking go wrong for a plane to crash? Like five things. Five That's it. people. Have That's to it. Five. It's a lot of things for for like a bus to fucking crash. All it has to do is fucking veer off the road and smash. It just has yeah, to incorrect. like it has to be like one guy missed one part of an inspection, but that wasn't enough. There was also the the pilot let his teenage son into the cockpit, and that wasn't enough. And then the other pilot decided to go and take a nap in the back during the three hour flight. And that wasn't enough. Like, it's like one thing after another, after another. And it leads to the roof of a fucking plane being ripped off and then people flying out and dying. Like, where are your seatbelts on? I was about to ask what the body count was, but I was like, did people die on this? Or was this just like, oh, all this shit happened, but they lived. No, they all died. Ah, okay. It's, you know, one of the other, the one that I just said where the fucking, the roof of the plane got ripped off, only one person died, flight attendant. Everyone else wearing seatbelts. Wear your seatbelts on planes, people. There's, it's like a car, but in the sky. 
Christ. Wait, <laughs> where is, like, where did you hear this podcast? It's it's one of the Rooster Teeth podcasts that I listen to. But oh, it's, like, okay. very separated from Rooster Teeth in that it's not, they don't talk about their stuff. They just talk about airline incidents, and I really like it. Wait, so their whole podcast is just airline incidents? Yeah, it's super good. I wonder when they're going to run out of stuff. Do they, like, produce every week? I mean, it's not just, I mean, the, how long have planes been around? I mean, there's, like, uh, I think there's a video, I mean, a video, a podcast every week. But, I mean, it's it's international incidents. They include military incidents. Oh, okay, yeah. No, they got a wide variety. They're fine. I'm not worried about them anymore. Oh, yeah. They cover even more than one sometimes. But the shit that happens, like the other, like a, a couple weeks ago, I literally gasped when they said what happened, and I was like, ah, just present. Anyways, <laughs> the point is, <laughs> is that I don't think Home Alone one or two would have a good chance of happening in today's day and age, just because of like, like the alarm clock going off and like the the the, the phones not being connected and the, they're not being cell phones and and just like the cops for some reason just being totally inadequate like knocking on the door and being like well the 11 year old didn't answer to the scary man at the front door so i'm pretty sure there's no one in here i'm gonna leave now i mean i guess so this is one of those movies where bear in mind like it's a fucking 11 year old kid like fighting off two burglars you have to you have to suspend suspend a lot of disbelief because if you bring like the logic to the table it's like this should have happened. Like, this would not have happened. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I agree. Maybe not the whole police aspect. Maybe they would be just as useless. But I mean, I would have kicked down the back door, been like, the, hey, do, do I have permission? I always want to do it. Do I have permission? Yes? Cool. The whole alarm clock, you know, to rich people's houses, you're paying rich people's salary door to fix <laughs> that shit. They gave me permission. They said on the walkie, I have permission. But what what about what if that? What if he had unleashed the traps, but instead of the burglars, it was on the cops? I uh, you know I wonder that too. Like what he had to like. There's no way he used all the traps. I imagine like an extra scene where like Buzz goes up to his room and slips on some slime and knocks his head on a bowling ball and like dies or some shit. Because well, maybe it's, like, that's why he was so nice. Did you disable all one. the traps, Kevin? I don't think he did. I think. <laughs> Man, fuck Buzz. Buzz is not a good big brother. They try to have this little story arc for him where by the end of Home Alone 2, you're like, man, maybe Buzz is cool. But if you become an adult and then watch Home Alone 2 again, you will find that Buzz sucks. <laughs> and he just is a self-centered person. And maybe you're like, but he let Kevin open his present first. And it's like, yeah, because he was going to let himself open a present second. So, Is that a sociopath? <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies. Uh, there's a whole lot of things connected to being a sociopath. One's just faking emotions, but I think it's just, it's just spoiled first kid type shit. Like, mm, I, I wouldn't know, know. But personally, <laughs> me neither. Uh, but it, it's, it's not, it's not like spoiled first kid thing. It's, it's a spoiled first kid thing followed by having a youngest kid who takes all the attention and then, doing everything possible to get the attention back, right? Something like that, uh, you know. We're psychoanalyzing all of your inter-parasocial relationships here today. <laughs> Jesus. Well, okay, so on what merits would we judge which one was better then? Because again, I'd argue Home Alone 1 probably has more more iconic scenes, like more even, ah, you know what I mean? 
like everyone knows the pizza scene. Everyone knows the you know Merry Christmas, you filthy I mean, animal. Like all those, all that stuff. Um, he doesn't say Merry Christmas, you filthy animal in the first one. That's in the second movie. And yep, because that's the more iconic line. It's not the first movie. The second movie is Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, and a happy new year. I think this proves my point. You're literally misremembering the first movie as the second movie. That's fair. That's probably the best argument you've made so far. I didn't know that was from the second movie. I thought that was from the it first. It is. The first movie is um the, the first movie isn't the context isn't in Christmas. The context is just a uh the I don't even remember, but it's, it's not a Christmas movie. The second movie, it's like that movie, but at Christmas time. No, no, it's, it's, um, he's telling the girl, uh, you know, tell me you love me or whatever, you know. She's like, I love you, Johnny, I love you. That's, I'm going to give you the chance to get your keister out. What? No, that's the, that's the second movie, too. Are you sure? Is that the one where he says, the you first movie doesn't have a woman. Oh, it's the money no, yeah, thing, I'm certain, right? Because that's the part where Tim Curry's character comes in and he's like, and you are kissing my brother. And then all of the other guys look at him and he's like, oh, oh and no, Rick too, right? And the bellhop me. guy is Rick. Oh, it's not Rick, God. it's some other name, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they all just look at him. I never got that joke You're when I was a kid. <laughs> Man, maybe for that I'm one scene you, alone. Home Alone 1 is so much setup. It's like 15 minutes to, until the family leaves. And then it's like 10 minutes of, it's just Kevin having fun in his house doing shit he's not supposed to. And then it's like five minutes of like, you know, there's so much that is just like not what you remember Home Alone for. You get to the cheese pizza scene and that's when things start to pick up. He does a thing with the, the pizza guy. He repeats it with the uh, with uh, Harry when or Marv when he goes to the door and then um and then and then the movie picks up then the the harry and Myra following him their whole thing was that they wanted to get into that house because it's the richest house on the block forward and forward and forward versus home alone 2 he knows right away he's like "Uh oh they fucked up and now i'm in the city that i wanted to be in because fuck florida for christmas who wants to be hot i want a christmas tree my wish is granted i have money i have recordings of how to get into the fucking hotel he, he knows from the beginning. There's no like moment of hesitation or like, let me just have a little whatever. He's like in it. He's he's going to the Empire State Building. He's he's taking, walking down fucking Fifth Avenue. He's go straight to the hotel. Like it, it gets to the meat of why people love Home Alone faster. I mean, yeah. Though I understand the nostalgia behind assuming Home Alone 1 is better. I mean, I uh, there's so many things in part two that I never picked up when I was a kid. Uh, like even the the scene with the toy store where uh, where they're gonna give the you know all the money for charity and then you know the Mr. Dashin or Dachshund, whatever his name is something with a D I, I think um, sends Kevin you know all those gifts Duncan. like Duncan yeah thank you Mr. Duncan yeah I didn't notice that like until now when I was like gotta pay attention I gotta make a fight here. Uh, Although I will say one thing though, I kind of noticed there were a lot of gifts there that were wrapped up. Who the fuck wrapped them, Mr. Duncan? Who did you pull in on Christmas morning to wrap gifts, you son of a bitch? Because I know you didn't do it. There are probably tons of people already working and wrapping gifts on Christmas morning. He just, That's if they crazy. were willing to do it, he must have paid them the right price or one would only hope because he seemed like a nice guy. 
Give Unless you work Jerry. for him, then you find out what a monster he is. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever. And then uh, just Marv. I think Marv is dumber in the second movie, which I find definitely even funnier. Like they are dumber. They, it's like they're like, we know not to underestimate this kid this time. Let's climb this rope so he can set it on fucking fire. Because <laughs> that's clearly what he wants us to do. Or the fucking paint cans, like, oh, got me. Oh, got me too. Then they start going up the lead pipe, just gets them both in the face. Classic. I remember that scene. And you know what? I would say that's more, I would say that's even more classic than the first movie because it, while it is a callback to the first movie, the first movie is, haha, they got hit with buckets. The second movie is, oh no, they knew about the buckets. And he still fucking got them with that giant swinging pipe anyway. I mean, it was fucking perfect. Like, Marv is dumber from all the brain damage in the first movie. <laughs> Have you, I, I've definitely seen the like, um, there's like a BuzzFeed article or something that floats around every like year or so that's like, they, at what point would Harry and Marv be dead in the Home Alone movies if it was like reality? <laughs> and it's pretty early. <laughs> pretty sure the first every time. Down. No, the I fucking bricks in Home Alone 2. No, that's why. Like, I remember watching that scene. I'm just like, what the fuck? This would have murdered anybody else. And he doesn't, like, he's not even, like, just trying to, like, bing him. No, he hits him square in the head, like, what, four or five times with bricks? And then, what? Yeah. Uh, at some point, Harry's like, keep throwing him. Come on, come on. I dare you to get me. He moves, boom, gets Marv again. He's just like, Harry, stop, please. <laughs> like dying on the ground fucking bleeding everywhere no it's classic absolutely classic that they're even dumber they seemed like slightly more capable in the first one the fact that they had like a little recon mission he went in as a cop like the they, had, they, had, they had standards and like they had their little name that they were doing and all that shit and in the second movie it's like i got a sticky glove and i'm stealing kids fucking mittens <laughs> for no reason and their beanies while we're skating around the fucking ice park or ice, ice rink or whatever the fuck and you know all this dumb shit it's just like like a flanderization of their characters <laughs> you know um but no no go, go i have something really bad to tell to tell you about in a sec go well i was gonna say that i mean that like it's I'm leaning in on the bigger and better. Like the reunion between Kevin and his mom is bigger and better in Home Alone 2. When she's like running around town with the flyers, like I have to find my son. And like, also the fact that, well, I'll come back to that. But you know, and like the cops are like, oh, your son's like, you think you're gonna find him? Like it's New York, like your kid's probably fucking dead or whatever. And she's like, what would you do if it was your son? And he was like, I would keep looking. And then she's like, well, he just loves Christmas trees. I love that little click moment. I know that they're corny as fuck, but when she yeah. goes, Christmas tree, because he cared about it in the beginning and it was a very small mention, but it was so sweet if you thought about it because like it she went and found him there. Like, he didn't just come home and like, oh, he's still here, thank God. It was like, she went to where he would be on Christmas, mm -hmm. like by himself because he loves Christmas trees. And I think that's so sweet and it makes me cry. <laughs> But, uh, and I just love the Rockefeller Christmas tree is the most iconic tree in I don't even know the world <laughs> so it's 
classic and beautiful that he's like sitting there like just asking Santa for his family back again like and then she like comes up and it's perfect it's better it's better than like she comes home and he's like already thought that like Santa didn't grant his like wish this year and then he sees her and he's like oh shit you are here and she's like I am and then two seconds later everyone else busts in the door because she should have just waited for the airplane instead of getting in the van with John Candy (laughs) oh wait didn't she also have to give up like her earrings and like five hundred dollars or whatever else I think so to the old lady to switch her to switch to get onto that flight to even get to John um, wherever they were yeah to get back to Chicago yeah but I mean she she really gave her all though I will also say I was kind of watching Home Alone 1 while like cooking I was making I was making breakfast with my brother and the part where she going back to the beginning the part where she realizes that Kevin is gone is so lackluster compared to the second movie which I think has the iconic like Kevin's gone right that everyone remembers like mm-hmm. give this to Kevin give this to Kevin give this to Kevin, give this to Kevin. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. Screams. Whereas in the first movie, she's like on the plane. She's like, we're forgetting something. And then like something happens and it's like quiet enough that I totally missed it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think she just realized that he's gone. But like, fuck, we lost Kevin. Man, damn, that's <laughs> fucked up. And like, that's it. Like, there's no like scream. There's no like iconic moment. It's just like her being like, wow, I'm a terrible parent. I'm such a bad mom. Like whatever, <laughs> pity party. Well, no, I mean, honestly, I think that I'll give credit to the first one. It sets up the series of events in such a way that's somewhat realistic, like the power going off so the, so the clocks are off, the, uh, you know, trying to find the bags and everything, phones aren't connected or phones are cut off in general. Everyone's gone from the neighborhood because holidays, like, I'll give it that. You know, it, they had some degree of common sense as much as a Home Alone movie can, you know? Um, yeah. And one of the things I really wanted to fucking tell you is, okay, remember the first one where Marv pulls the string on something and it falls down and whacks him in the head? The very first one in the basement? Yeah. So they used a trick of reversing the shot. No, they didn't reverse the shot. They dropped an actual 300-pound camera on bungee cords and rope to get the shot. So he, he had to stand in the spot and not flinch with a huge-ass camera coming down the way to kill him. Um, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. What the fuck? You know what? Old Hollywood, y'all were fucked up, but you did crazy shit to make it happen. Like, now y'all are like, whatever, we'll CG it in. But back then, they were like, I'm gonna fucking throw this camera at you, and if you fucking move, you might die. So, just do it perfect on the first shot okay okay rolling like <laughs> no um but, no, but they did a lot of crazy shit oh here's another fun fact they learned so you know when uh harry first uh goes up the steps and slips on the water and falls right on his back yeah <clears throat> yeah. yeah so the stunt man was supposed to just take like a minor tumble and he was like nah fuck that i'm gonna go for it so he jumped like four feet in the air and landed on his back it hurt, but also it came to be known in the industry as a home alone fall. A home alone. Oh. Like, hey, we need you to take a fall. What kind? A home alone. I got you. <laughs> so. That's so funny. Another fun fact? That's also one of my one of my favorite details in the movies is the cartoonish effect of all of the, like, paint, Absolutely. all of the stunts. 
like like that fall that you're talking about he stays on his back with his legs in the air for like the full like 15 seconds left in the shot and it's the <coughs> funny fucking thing the like bonk sounds every time they hit him with something like everything is so classically like tom and jerry-esque versus like if they tried to play it real, it would just be two guys like crawling on the ground, like moaning and like begging for him to stop. <laughs> but like, I, I that love- That so funny I, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the cartoon is just, you know, in the in the first movie, actually I, this is back when, I used to learn all these facts when I was, when they played the movies on like AMC or something, because they used to do the oh, like, yeah. did you know on the bottom? Do you remember that? Yeah. Do they still do that? That makes me sad. I used to love that shit. I'd be like, what? And then I'd like, stop watching my cable, dad. So I, don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched. I think it was AMC. Anyways, my point is, I remember um, that the scene in Home Alone 1, which you don't even see. It bugs me every time. <laughs> the, there's a part right right before the old man crashes in like a badass, like I said, and um, like stops them where he's holding him up against the wall. I think uh, Harry's holding him up against the wall and he takes his finger and he like bites it macaulay Culkin still has a scar on his finger to this day bitch i hope this man is doing okay i I... (laughs) like poor kid oh my god poor baby (laughs) fucking walking off you little brat like you just beat the shit out of us in the past 20 minutes you could call him a brat now because you know that he made money off that shit. But like you said, it was a small film at the time they were making it. He was making God knows how little money to get bit in the finger. Oh, no, no. <laughs> he star. got fucking paid. No, he made $4.5 million for part two. Good. Good. Which was Honestly, a Honestly, there's no amount of money... There's no amount of money in the world that can give Macaulay Culkin back his, um, I don't know, childhood? So, like... <laughs> or the years of drug addiction that were expedited because of the series of things that happened in his childhood. Like he's doing good now, God bless America, but no thanks to all the adults in the nineties. Yeah, I can't make- child I can't make an argument there. Yeah, no, I haven't kept up with Nicole Culkins for what I understand, he's sober, so good for him. Sober, he's doing great. He's dating Brenda Song, who you might know from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. London, um, he's dating London? Be- yeah, he's been in here for a few years. He's doing better. Him. It always makes me feel bad. I want to say, I want to say, audience, um, everyone always pulls up that one picture of Macaulay Culkin back when he was like at the height of his like drug addiction. He's all like skinny and gaunt and he looks like half dead. Um, that was a long time ago and he's like healthy. Like he doesn't look like that anymore. He's doing okay. I think everyone just assumes that he still looks like that and he's still doing like shit. He's okay. <laughs> He's on Twitter, <laughs> and he's really funny. <laughs> Kevin's fine. Kevin's better. Kevin's fine. He tweeted, I think he tweeted in August of this year. He was like, want to feel old? I'm 40 this year. <laughs> Wait, he was like 11 when they did the first Home Alone? God damn. Yeah. So he's like, that's my job. I just exist to make people feel old. That's That's all that I do now. <laughs> Wasn't he also in that movie Richie Rich or something like that? Yeah, he was in Richie Rich. He's in the the Bad Son or the Stepson. If if you haven't seen that movie, that one's whew, that'll make you think twice about having kids. <laughs> Isn't that one the one where he's like, where the dad's like, you're gonna have to give me your allowance? And he's like, the whole buck. He's like, yep. And he reaches under his thing and he pulls out like a bunch of twenties and like guys and tans. He's just like, oh, here's a dollar. You want change? <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I forgot, man. This kid had like, an insane career for like five years and then just like off the face of the earth. That's the beauty of child acting, man. You know what is actually crazy? Not to go off on a total tangent, but while people always consider Macaulay Culkin the like the 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 picture of a child star when you think of child star, the the real fucking bread and butter of um, child star to life is Mary Kate and Ashley. They were on the screen from like the minute they were born, pretty much. And they never knew not being famous. They had TV show after TV show after movie after movie after uh, fucking everything until they just decided, you know what? I'm just going to do some other shit now. And now they're just off being weird somewhere else. But like everyone's like, oh, they're so weird. They act weird and they look weird and they are weird. You want to know why they're weird? They did not. They're not real. They're not real people. They are like little tiny little babies that were raised by Hollywood. And they're still about two years old. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean. Their, their sister's doing pretty good. I mean, their sister was Black Widow. Not Black Widow, uh, Scarlet Witch. But she's she wasn't the famous one. When did you learn about her? Like 2015? Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair point. I didn't. I, I recognize the names like Elizabeth Olsen. Wait, Olsen? Didn't, didn't even know they had a sister until, I mean, nope. until after I seen her in two like Avengers movies did I find out that she was related to them. And I was like, oh, shit. So she's always been rich, which is a whole different kind of I'm not a person. But always being famous, never not been famous once mm-hmm. is also totally. I mean, how can you expect them to be anything but chaotically weird? <laughs> yeah, incorrect. Well, OK, so we've established like all of this batch. Oh, wait, one last thing real quick before like I want us to pick one, a winner. God damn it. Closing arguments. Um, so when they were making the first Home Alone, uh, the, the original budget was only 10 mil, but it kept getting bigger and bigger. They kept trying to contain it, but they couldn't. So Warner Brothers at one point said, hey, we're pulling the plug. Like, you're, the budget's too big. So either get it under control or we're cutting you. Eat a dick. So uh, Columbus and John Hughes made sure that a copy of the script and this is illegal this is very fucking legal because you cannot share like scripts or anything like that or any kind of creative material while uh, some while uh something is in production in any phase whatsoever so they happened to drop a copy of the script on the floor and a guy from fox happened to walk by and pick up the script and read it and fox said we'll take it we, we got the <laughs> simpsons just got renewed for three more seasons we'll take it kid got you <laughs> not the simpsons <laughs> yep so from oh, that fucking fox completely saved the movie because warner brothers was gonna let it die to a point where like within the span of three days day one warner brothers says stop day two they drop the script day three fox picks it up like that oh my god you know that's such a classic like 90s 80s hollywood bullshit to happen like there i feel like there's a story like that about every like real film that ended up being really cool from the 80s and 90s if that that shit could not happen today because everyone is so fucking tired of the like the runaround of being in hollywood like no one wants to hear your scripts no one wants to hear you like give the lines like no one wants to see you do your little show like no one cares you're not it like whatever whereas before it was like maybe we just suddenly drop the scripts at the the CEO of Fox's feet and maybe he'll read it. Like if you did that today, you'd be fucked. <laughs> you'd have a restraining order on your ass. But 
or that's, everyone that's does just... it nowadays. I wouldn't be fucking surprised at this point. <laughs> okay. Shit. Okay. So, so you want to do final arguments? <laughs> uh sure. You start. Well, honestly, because of my prior logic that I supplied, that I think that people will always misremember the nostalgia for Home Alone 1 as the, the killer lines and scenes from Home Alone 2. I don't believe you're going to change your mind and I don't blame you because I know that in your head, you think Home Alone 1 is Home Alone 2, no matter how many times you'll see it. And so all I want to say is that Macaulay Culkin's acting is better and so is everyone else's in Home Alone 2. Um, and everything is just bigger and better just like fucking new york which is why they went to new york why they did it in new york it's iconic it's unbeatable and tim curry is in it <laughs> and he's fucking hysterical and i think his his aspect along with the the other guy whose name i forget right now oh, uh, like added the yeah uh, rob Schneider adds this adult enjoyment aspect of the Home Alone 2 movie where Home Alone 1 is just this one kid and while it's entertaining and fun and cute, there's no like adults around to be like judging and doing things and sticking their little fingers and stuff. And I think that adults really find Tim Curry's performance and Rob Schneider's performance in Home Alone 2 hysterical. Um, I'll take a doc point off two or three because Donald Trump is in the movie and I, they should cut that out of the fucking movie. Uh. <laughs> but... That is the only concession I will make, bitch. Now your turn. <laughs> ah, fuck. Okay, I was actually going to make that point. I was going to be like, look, two things. One, this, this, and this. Two, Donald Trump is in your movie, so mine's better. All right, fuck. I'll you beat you to... too. Yeah, you just, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Fair enough. You beat me. You you went first. Okay, so, <clears throat> uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, my cohort here. <laughs> made a compelling argument stating that everything was bigger and better in Home Alone 2, which is hard to disagree. Uh, New York is a wonderful setting. You have the comedy stylings of uh, one Mr. Tim Curry and one Rob, you can do a Schneider. Ladies and gentlemen, in her own words, it's a bigger, better version of the first one. There would not be a Home Alone 2 without the impeccable writing of John Hughes in the first one. There wouldn't be a Home Alone 2 without all the setup, all the gags, all the story, all the fun and love from Macaulay Culkins. All that came with the first film. Granted, Merry Christmas, You Filthy Animal is an amazing fucking line. I'll give you that from Home Alone 2. But Home Alone 1... Stands as the Christmas classic. Home Alone 2, if you have the time. Home Alone 1, always. Bust out the gingerbread cookies and the hot chocolate. Thank you. I don't know why we ever think we're going to agree on this shit. You I, mean, like, it, I mean, if we're being mom. honest, look, I'll tell you what. Judge, ring your gavel. Okay, like legit, no, Home Alone 2 is better. I was just like fucking arguing. You suck. Hey, he said it. He's going to cut it out of the fucking podcast, but I'll say it again even louder. <laughs> because it, he admitted it. It's better. It's better. Sure, Home Alone 1 was good. And it's a great foundation for Home Alone 2, but foundations of buildings are on the bottom and no one talks about them, okay? We're all looking up. We're all looking up at the fucking Twin Towers. <laughs> okay, that's the only part I'm cutting. 
Oh, what? Come on. Jesus. Okay, we're all looking up at the Empire State Building, bitch. Okay, I'm not going to cut it. Fine. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep both of them. We're going to figure this out later. Jesus. I don't think okay. it's bad. No, I know. Is it bad? Like, am I? No, it's not, actually. Am like, I it, over- it's, it, no, 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 no. Like, it's just like a Hollywood overreaction to things. Like, honestly, it's not. Like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking with you. You're good. Classic Hollywood overreaction. <laughs> I will say, I want to put in my little two cents for Home Alone 3. When was the last time, if you have ever watched Home Alone 3? I was probably like in fifth grade. I think I was home that day. Like, I like was, I called out of school. I, I, I ask of you, pop it on one day. Because it's, it's not Macaulay Culkin. It, and they don't try to be. They don't try to be. And maybe you vaguely remember some stuff, but like it's a different story and it's fun. And it's still a John Hughes film, which I think is why it's still pretty good. And it's not Home Alone. They could have called it anything else, but I think they were just trying to keep it in the franchise. They were like, people will show up, you know, whatever. A little, a little, a little fucking, you know, cameo from Scarlett Johansson and the Disney dad who's in all the fucking Disney movies. <laughs> As a dad in the 90s and the 2000s, who I love. <laughs> I have to double check that. But I, I really love that movie. I think it's a it's an interesting and new take because this movie is at the end of the 90s, I believe. So there's more, there's like a cell phone, there's like a computer, there's, they have to go around all these other stuff. And it's interesting and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give it a shot when I'm feeling like torturing myself. It's good. And that little kid, he's so sweet. They made him younger than Kevin. He's like a little baby. And the whole time I'm like, poor little baby. <laughs> I know it's not going to appeal to you in any way, but I just thought I'd give my two cents. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll keep that in and I'll watch Home Alone. I'll tell you what. When I watch Home Alone 3, we'll have to talk. Yeah. Next year. <laughs> uh, next Christmas. Is there a Christmas, Christmas movie? Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Okay, yeah, next Christmas. All right, fucking if if the rollback is still around in a year. I guess it could easily not be a Christmas movie. They don't mention Christmas a whole lot. Damn, I didn't think about that. It could easily not be a Christmas movie. It can be a January movie. Be a January movie. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I bequeath I, I I beseech you, audience. Home Alone 2 is better. One day you need to watch them back to back and you'll see what I mean. And if you don't, that's okay. Send all the hate her way on her Twitter account or whatever the fuck we're going to publicize. <laughs> if you're listening to us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, please subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. We're trying to build this fan base, this uh, this uh, listener base. Um, if you're listening to us via YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And please, do us a favor. Tell your friends. Like us on Facebook. Uh, this podcast really does mean a lot to all of us, and we're trying to grow this as best we can. If you all have any suggestions, please feel free to reach out, comment, uh, you can shoot us an email, uh, comment on our social media, whatever you folks want to do. I've been Eddie, and this was The Rollback.